Every year at deer season, Ed Bigelow comes to town hey, Ed. to consider buying some new equipment. There's a lot to choose from, and Ed can get up to $350 off. Looky here. But each year, Ed says maybe he'll wait till next year. After all, his 23-year-old John Deere mower still works just fine. Hi, Ed. Oh, yes, Ed does always get a new hat. Watch a movie. Oh, hell yeah. Hell yeah. Quick, quick, quick. Strawberry banana. Oh, Please don't, don't aggregate this. Lillard, long range three. Ah! <laughs> Their defense is atrocious. Atrocious. I'm the rock star. Right on the cowboy. People. Tiso is the official watch of the NBA. Everybody who listens to this podcast knows how I feel about aggregation. I'm oddly intrigued by neck tattoos. You know, we love China. We love you playing there. It comes a dunk. Shut up and listen. You, you think you're better than me? <laughs> So, you know, Doug's laying it all out there. I need you. I need you. Moira's moved to tears. She's a mess. She's broken. Doug is looking for something, anything close, you know, anything in response. He's looking for an I love you in return. And Kate is ha- Kate's having a meltdown. She's like practically yeah. hyperventilating at this point. She just yes. doesn't. She's like, what the fuck am I supposed to do? I say we're not right for each other because the way I see it, we might not be right for anybody else. Shut up a minute. It can't be any harder to stay together than it was to stay apart. Will you wait a minute? Kate, I need you. I need you. I mean, this, she looks kind of, for the record, she looks kind of like a woman who's being proposed to on a jumbotron. She's just like, her whole life is flashing before her eyes. What does she say? We're doing the Pemchenko. What? Oh, you heard me. You think I'm doing all this to, to get a program out of you? You want to win, don't you? 
No, it's no good, Kate. It's too dangerous. Then we agreed. We're putting it in. We're doing the Pamchenko. We're doing the Pamchenko. We're doing the Pamchenko. Doug's looking for a yes or no. And Kate, in her inimitable style, doesn't give him the answer that he wants. She says, we're doing the Pamchenko. And to be clear, Doug is My not happy, dream woman. right? No, no he, he's he's like, he, what the, f- what? No. What? And he's like, you think I'm doing all this, meaning confessing his love to get a program out of you? Yeah. But she says, oh, you heard me. You want to win, yeah. don't you? She can, she insists that the move is in. They take the ice and, you know, he keeps pressing her on it. And she says, what? I'm in the mood to kick a little ass. But on the way out, even before she says that, they're, as they're skating out, there's this great... You got to slow down, Chris. You got to slow way down. They're they skating out <laughs> to the ice. And as they are skating into position, the routine is essentially starting. And they yeah. are talking about the Pamchenko and the way they're talking about it. It's out. 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 In. Out. out. In. Out. In. Out. In. Yeah. As like an old in. married couple. They're already couple. bickering... Just classic Doug and Kate stuff. And then, yeah, they hit their their mark. They toe pick into their position. And Doug goes, what difference does it make? And then, Chris, you're right. She goes, the difference is. What difference does it make? The difference is I'm in the mood to kick a little ass. Which, of course, is a callback to the Mozart versus heavy metal music fight at three in the morning as Hale was trying to sleep before his big business meeting. Wow, remember when Hale was in this film? That feels like a millennia ago. Um, It's incredible. Uh, But yeah, I love that callback, uh, which is like such a sort of subtle one, but it's, it's kind of like telling in that Kate has like kind of finally come over to Doug's side to be like, you were right all along. Like, Heavy metal is cooler than Mozart. I do want to kick ass. Yep. And Doug knows it. This is like, by saying, I want to kick a little ass, Doug knows. She hasn't said, I love you back, but he knows, hey, she's into it. <laughs> like, yes. A little grin creeps grin. across Doug's face when he hears those words, kick a little ass. And that is when he finally knows that Kate has that dog in her just like he does. She is that guy. She's him because Doug taught her how to be a go-to guy. Folks, we've got two dogs out there on the ice. Someone call animal control because these canines are loose and they are about to run wild all over Albertville, France. Yeah, that's right. And they go into the routine and we are not, this is not the song I expected. I expected either the Dan Reed Network or, you know, (laughs) Uh, some other kind of hair metal band from Rainbow Child or something. Like, no, <laughs> this is a, a different song that I do not believe we've heard to date at this point. This is their routine. It's a little bit more subdued. Uh, yeah, it's but, not the yellow race car song. But no, but immediately you sense the passion and the fun is back. Full play. Yeah, we got to talk about this montage. So, um, you know, let's start, you know, so so we have this sort of like, I would describe it almost as like a patriotic type music that they're dancing. It's it's like Rocky, it's Rocky IV music again. It's like a Rocky IV training song. They're off to a great start. There are, like I said, so many incredible moments, but really, once we get to the Pamchenko, the real work begins. 
Um, yeah. Oh, they start bef- pre-Pamchenko, leading up to the Pamchenko. Yeah, pre-Pamchenko. I love, I love that Doug sensually caresses, feels up Kate's body, and it cuts to Jack's face grinning. Like, he <laughs> likes what he sees. Yeah. He is beaming at this because he knows that this is a gold medal grope that he yeah. is witnessing. Yeah. He is like, ooh, baby, the, the sexual tension that they needed to perform, it's there. He sees mm-hmm. it. He knows it. And those those eyes are just flashing dollar signs. He's just uh, listening to the coin machine of all those endorsement deals about to come in. And, uh, yeah, uh, he couldn't couldn't be happier, couldn't be more pleased. Uh, in contrast to that, I love that, like, just a f- like a f- me- like mere seconds into the routine, they cut at 135.51. There's a very quick little shot where they cut to the Russians. Oh, yeah. Smilkov and Brushkin. And they know immediately They're it's in over. Trouble. They're like, in trouble. The, the male partner, I'm not sure if, which yeah, one is which. But yep. he, I don't. It's, it's unclear to me if he's yelling at her, or if he, or if he's just doing the kind of like, oh, like the oh, fuck, like kind of head he's, jerk. It looks like he's giving. I think he's giving her a tongue lashing. <laughs> I think he's looking around like he doesn't like in a daze, being like, I think he's looking around, being like, how do like that classic, like how do I stop this? How do I stop yeah. him from being so good? Yeah, but there's nothing like he, he can do. No, he's he knows it's over. It's over right then and there. It lights out. He's cooked. Oh, like, what's insane my... to me is how emphatic the crowd is that they like just burst up during these oh. moments. They just yeah. burst out of their seats and begin applauding. During yeah, these right from the jump, moments. they know. They know this is it. They know they're they're witnessing history right here. Yeah. Yes, um, that Berlin Wall is is coming down, Mr. It's Gorbachev. Mr. Yeah, Gorbachev, tear down, this tear wall. down, this and wall. then. Mere moments later, we see a little more performance, and then we get more reaction. And this is a reaction in a new location. This location, back in Mayhorn, we're at Waltz Bar, the Dorsey Penalty Box. This is one thirty-six oh seven. Yep, pull it up. Place is packed. Yeah. It, basically, let's it looks go like, through it. It's yep. like classic. There's yeah. like the YMCA. There's like a telephone oper- like operator lineman in the back with a hard helmet on. Doug. He's got the fever. He's got a USA Olympics hat on. Uh, we got a bunch of farmers. Is Walt <laughs> is Walt wearing an Anaheim Mighty Ducks jersey? Or is that, I that, that maybe it's either that I think or maybe it's, it's a North Minnesota Dallas, North Star? Uh, Minnesota North Stars, yeah, of course. Not the yeah. Dallas North Stars yet, because yeah. they weren't in Dallas yet. To the NHL where the dismantling of the North Stars franchise began long before last Saturday when the United Moving Van started heading towards Texas. On March 10th, 58-year-old millionaire Norm Green announced he was taking his team to Dallas to pursue a better economic climate. Barring any last-minute uh, heroics, the Stars have played their final game at the Met Center. Minnesota closing out their regular season tonight in Detroit, needing some help to stay alive in the playoff race. Third period tied at two. Paul Coffey by John Casey. Wings led it 3-2. to two. Minutes later, it's Sheldon Kennedy. The pretty move beats Casey, and Detroit led it 4-2. to two. And for the Stars, who did show up, starting to get a little bit worried. Moments into the third, 4-2 wings. Stevie Y beats Casey 5-2, and Bob Ganey saying it's over, isn't it? The final seconds of the Minnesota North Stars. The wings turn out the lights. A longtime North Star, Neil Broughton, who went to the University of Minnesota, his final moments in a Minnesota North Star uniform. It's sad, but give credit to the Minnesota fans who showed up, showed up this year knowing that their team was exiting stage left. The final 5-3 to 
and you can say goodbye to the North Stars as far as the playoff chase. Uh, the regular season is complete. The final four teams from the Norris, St. Louis and Chicago, they will start on Sunday. Meanwhile, on Monday, it'll be Detroit at Toronto. How appropriate that one of the big goals in that game from uh, Detroit was scored by Dallas Drake against Minnesota. Because, right, the Mighty Ducks didn't even come to the league until, like, the next year, I think. This pregame ceremonies lasted an hour. Well, with that, let's go directly downstairs to our good friend and public address announcer, Denny Packer, for the start of tonight's pregame ceremonies from the Arrowhead Pond of Anaheim. Esteemed hockey fans, it is with deepest pride and greatest pleasure that we welcome you tonight to the pond. We invite you to relax and take your seat as the city of Anaheim, the National Hockey League, and the Mighty Ducks celebrate a new era in sports entertainment. got a bunch of characters in here first of all uh, above above gem's shoulder we have an entire row of hockey sticks um just yes. behind the bar oh right? wow we're, we're, yeah we're yeah good eye those. wow great eye um gem yep, yep. is embracing yep. who i assume is maybe his girlfriend his partner is that the um, other bartender that we saw earlier who's like making eyes at dougie Perhaps. I think it. I think it was. If yeah. you go, if you look up behind uh, Walt slash Jim and the and the lady, there looks to be a man dressed like Stevie Ray Vaughan talking to a guy dressed like nineteen seventies George Carlin. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> those those two characters. Wait, with that like kind of like flat cowboy hat in the yeah, back. That one. Yeah, we got Stevie yeah. Ray Vaughan <laughs> talking to, to like a Bolshevik. Absolutely. Uh, Bearded man. Like hippie, the hippie dippy weatherman, Carlin. And now with his year end weather roundup, here's Al Sleet, your hippie dippy weatherman. Hey, baby, what's happening? Hey, Pasa. Hey, what you call your Pasa? Well, it was really a big year in weather in 1971. We had a little bit of everything. The year started off real cold. For about three months, it was freezing, man. Then it started getting nice, real nice. And it got nicer and nicer until finally we had a long hot spell. Lasted right through the summer. Then all that nice weather came back again until a couple of months ago when it started getting cold. Looks like 1972 is starting in the same crazy pattern as a year ago. We got three farmers in the front. Uh, these guys look like they're covered, like covered in seed, whatever seed that may be. From the <laughs> these guys just came in off their John Deere to watch the Olympics. It has a powerful overhead valve engine, smooth five-speed transmission, the best resale value of any make, and comes with a 30-day money-back guarantee. The cost, just $1,999. It's the John Deere 12.5 horsepower STX 38 lawn tractor. At $1,999, it's our lowest price ever. Stop by BJ Equipment in Mars, Green Line Supply in Uniontown, Slippery Rock, Lawn and Garden in Slippery Rock, 
or Lone Maple Sales and Service in New Alexandria. Okay, I got one. <laughs> Wait, I got one so, too. Go, so go, Chris. We have we have our construction worker right in the. Wait, hard yeah. Hat. Did you mention the man with the actual heart wearing a hard hat? Oh just yeah. yeah. Still, so still we have the hard and, hat. and a headphones like giant. Uh, you know, the noise ear, canceling headphones. Yeah, noise canceling earmuffs around his neck. <laughs> like he literally just go. came from the site, and he like doesn't have time to take his gear off. Directly yeah, he, due south. Uh-huh. Is that not Charlie Manson <laughs> with the white beard? Oh, um, yeah, possibly. Yeah. Possibly. Then we. I don't see the scar on his forehead. It might be covered no, up. But he's got a little comb in the front, so he's covering up. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we got a guy who's near the American flag that looks like he has a mullet. Oh, <laughs> uh, whistling? The whistler? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Giant, uh, giant goatee, definitely a giant mullet. I mean, this place is packed. It, well, yeah. Right next to construction worker, we also have a Duck Dynasty uh, guy, right? Uh-huh, With the wrap, uh-huh. Wrap around shades. Yep, shades and a big salt and pepper yep. beard. Yep. 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 And this is the first time also, so they do a cut uh, close up in case we've missed him, Walt slash Jem, his brother, and beaming with pride. That yeah. is the first time that we are seeing Walt expressing uh, fully embracing for his, his brother. Yeah, and he looks like a little boy on Christmas morning. Yeah, <laughs> yep. he is so happy. Uh, so losing it at the penalty box. Then we come back into what appears to be a triple spin. Doug is uh, hoisting Kate above his head and does a triple spin so high up that he's raping her with a putty knife. That's <laughs> high up. He's getting a tight three yep. spins. Off of oh that. yeah, that one. Oh boy, and then people are ready to throw. We got roses. People are ready to throw. Then we cut to. Well, then we get into the the slow mo, this mm-hmm. this slow mo uh, sequence that begins at one thirty sixteen, one thirty six sixteen. A lot of the, holding each other's. The the music legs. changes, and I'm telling you guys, their bodies yeah. just dissolve no. into one yeah. body. You cannot tell where one ends and another begins. They have literally. Bonded into one organism, yes. And uh, I would say is as uh, use a word Kate um, might might use, which is orgasmic. It yeah. is. I would say the Rocketeer is delighted. Oh my God! Yes. Also important is that the way the Rocketeer is wearing his coat is. <laughs> yes, as a cape. Yeah, as a cape. He's, he's using putting his cape. Th- the two yeah. fingers in front of his mouth as he grins <laughs> maniacally. Let's break it down. So this is one of the most uncomfortable sort of dictator poses you will ever see. Yes. Yeah. So oh we, we have a we have a balding rocketeer with a pencil yeah. thin mustache. Looking like Mussolini. Yeah. Looking like Mussolini with hands crossed <laughs> and he has his index fingers just at the tip of his lips with uh, a shit eating grin. Yeah. He's wearing his overcoat as a cape, just gently <laughs> off his shoulders. And uh, what a look. One of the most unlikely but completely unmissable trends you'll see if you go to any fashion shows over the last year is the trend for wearing your jacket as if it's a cape, as in not putting your arms in the sleeves. Um, there isn't as yet any consensus as to what we even call this trend. Some people call it shouldering your jacket. Some people call it caping your jacket. So I'm compromising on shoulder caping just so you can be quite clear what we're talking about. It's 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 just him here. It's We're punched in nice and tight on the yep. Rocketeer, and he is delighted. Delighted. Meanwhile, Anton sees what everybody else sees that... Kate and Doug are gaining speed. They're getting momentum. Yep. Mm-hmm. Why and are they getting so much momentum? 
Anton sees oh. Doug slide his hand down her leg, and what does he do? He grabs the bottom of her skate, grabs her ankle, grabs and we know what this means. Ankle. This is the Pamchenko. <sighs> so Doug guys? begins. Doug begins the maneuver of grabbing her skate blade. The Pamchenko has been initiated. <laughs> he is literally s- begins swinging <laughs> her around like she's a propeller yes. horizontal to the ice. Yes. Right? He is fully a helicopter blade at this point. He and there's a, an incredible overhead shot so that we mm-hmm. see like the full circumference yes. that yes. she is tracing. Anybody with uh, her head, anything about the launch angle of, of Kate at this point, it's looking like a 27 degree launch angle, and Doug is giving full rotations in which the head, Kate's head, is barely centimeters, from the ice. yeah, millimeters, Just barely grazing Just the ice, barely, and he is turning with all his might and just going around and around and around. Yep. And throws her. In- well, be- right before the throw, uh, we see we see one more cut back to Jack. So we, we go back Howard to the Hughes Mosley on the verge of tears, shaking his head in disbelief and pride as he watches his daughter soar through the air like one of his Boeing B fifty two bombers about to rain hellfire down upon some innocent Middle Eastern village. The man could not be prouder. Yeah, literally in complete awe, shaking his head in utter disbelief. Like, this has, he's been waiting for this his entire life. This level yeah. of danger, this is the <laughs> high wire. Is, he's finally feeling is, something. This yes. is the high wire sense of danger. This is the high wire sense of performance he's been waiting for his yeah. whole life. I mean, and all I can think is, what a fucking freak. What a fucking freak. What a, what an absolute, absolute monster. fucking kink. Maniac. Yo, like, this this dude's number one kink is to see his daughter nearly, nearly. die on national TV. Yeah. Yeah. The first thing that I want to talk about is kink bashing and vanilla bashing. Now, this is something that mostly happens online, as most forms of bullying do nowadays, but they do exist in real life as well, so you need to be aware of that. But I'm mostly going to be talking about how it happens on the internet and why it happens and basically why it's a bad thing and why you shouldn't do it and how if you do do it, I'm going to want to squirt you with a water bottle and tell you that you are a bad kinkster. The shot, the wide shot at 136.32, where you actually see two human beings Doing yeah, this maneuver. That is a legit it move. Those are not dummies. Crazy. It yeah. Is, yeah. This man is like, it is, uh, I believe, centrifugal force, like coming in on him and she's whipping around. And like, this Ugh. person, like, you look at this and you're like, this person is absolutely, if she hit her head, it's just blood everywhere. You're just like, yes. it, it is going it's to like, be. A bloodbath it, on the ice. It's, de- it's death. It's this most likely instant death if the yeah, head strikes that ice. His highest form of entertainment literally is watching his child play a game of chicken. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, literally, imagine you guys are both parents. Imagine, mm. like, if you're, for your, your, your greatest sense of joy and amusement would be watching a car drive towards your child. Yeah. Yeah. And you just watched. And let's remember to see Jack if they could was, survive it. 
this is not the first time that Jack is seeing this maneuver. Jack was there in all the practice sessions, remember, in Greenwich. invented it. Standing yeah. there on the <laughs> sidelines, watching his daughter's bones get mangled on the ice again and again and again. 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 Yes. And, yes. yeah, and he just, he couldn't, he's never, he's never like, felt such a thrill up, his, up and down his spine. It would be crazy enough if the whole move was just this spin. But oh, yeah. No. No. Then, Doug releases Kate. The release. Which creates what can only be described as a, a, a double or triple spin. Probably triple. Uh, it's at least triple. It could be quadruple. At least a triple, maybe a quadruple. Yeah. And then, bam, Doug catches Kate. <laughs> which can only be described literally as physically impossible. <laughs> yeah, physically defying the laws of defying- physics. <laughs> cannot happen. Yo, I'm going to send screen grabs to you, and Chris, I can only request that the, the image you used to, for this podcast is the freeze frame of the wide shot where the woman's head is so close to the ice. <laughs> it is so, like, I'm freeze framing it. it yeah, is like, the hair so is, close. the hair on the, on the head is touching the ice. Yo, I'm, literally, this is crazy. I'm screenshotting it right now. <laughs> it's so, <laughs> it's the crazy. Way, let's just talk about the way Doug hoists Moira the way he throws her into the air literally like a garbage man like twirling (laughs) and hoisting a trash bag into the back of the garbage truck Chef Curry is that you? This sanitation worker in New York City hoists up full garbage bags and flawlessly tosses them across cars right into the truck not once not twice but four times the guy recording, clearly impressed, remarking this should be an Olympic sport. Oh, this should be an Olympic sport. Who knows? Maybe the committee might hear him. Utterly insane. Yeah, I'm halfway down the block. Let's see if I can get this all, all the way to the truck. It's like he's literally doing a trick shot. In yeah. Fact, I freeze framed it, and whoever the female skater was had to bend her neck in the right angle to not slam her head into the ice. She is fighting she- gravity. Are you Everything. serious? The head is literally cocked at an it angle. Is oh my god! So it doesn't slam into the ice. It is. Oh, that's dangerous. so terrifying. It is so dangerous. And that Jack, is so terrifying. Jack is licking his lips. He's, <laughs> he's loving every second of it. He's like, "This uh, is what I man. need." I feel his alive. fantasy. Yep. This is the first time I've felt a, a, a real sensation in my bones. So, boom. <laughs> Lands it, catches her. Anton friggin' loses it. Anton they nail now, it. Also, Anton is now surrounded by a harem of elderly women. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> we're going one by one down <laughs> one the by one. reaction shots. Uh-huh. The post pit. So, needless to say, they fucking nail the Pamchenko. Yeah. They nail it harder than it has ever been nailed. I mean, mostly because this is the first time anyone has this ever is performed. Their dinner roll. Uh, this is the dinner this, roll. This is yeah. Johnny Mosley's dinner roll in yeah. Pamchenko form. So appropriately enough, after they, after Doug, you know, catches Moira, catches Kate, um, the very first reaction shot that we get is awarded to the move's namesake, of course, Anton Pamchenko, the man, the myth, the legend, the Russian, perhaps Ukrainian, uh, former (laughs) Soviet operative. Um, (laughs) He gets the first shot and he is 
ecstatic. Ecstatic. He is yelling. Yeah, he's surrounded by like a little stable of of the golden Olympic. girls. It's the golden girls. <laughs> it kind of is. And I, if I'm not mistaken, he has his arms around two, two of them, of them. Yeah. right be, right before he <laughs> reaches out to pump his fist. Yeah. Um. But yeah, he yells, pumps a fist in in absolute victory. Wide eyed, wide eyed glory. This has been twenty years of scribbled notes that may have caused him to be exiled. From yes. Ukraine. That's how yep. dangerous this was. Yeah, as we've established, this, the Pamchenko papers are Samizdat. They are uh, illegal uh, material <laughs> also, under, so- under Soviet law. Let's just say quickly, looking like a bit of a bad boy here in the black leather jacket. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right? yeah, I would I'm say good. so. I would say These so. These Golden Girls like what they're looking at here. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, they're tight. Yeah, he's they're a bit, tight of, on bit his... of a rebel, bit of a bad boy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's got a big collar, yeah. Um, So reaction shot, reaction shot number two is the judges. Um, Yeah, the judges, the judges are fully aroused. Uh, (laughs) These are they're aroused or horrified. These are men who have are fully. They are fully aroused. Uh, There's definitely a grin. There's a slight grin that creeps. Well, it starts out as like just the slack jawed, like, uh, I don't believe what I just saw, uh, like look of awe and disbelief. But then there's definitely like a little grin that creeps up on the corner of of the sort of main judge with the white hair that we see in the foreground. Mm -hmm. But yeah, needless to say, they've all just witnessed something that they didn't realize. And the woman that he's sitting next to, she is. is shocked. Oh yeah. 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 Then we get a, a shot of Walt <laughs> slash Jim. Oh who god. Is at the bar. One of my favorite he, shots in the entire film. He's giving like a duck his head. He's just like smiling. And he's just he's he's climaxing. Like let's he's, call it what it is. He's <laughs> he is full on like rocking back and forth. <laughs> Yeah. While yelling, yes, 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 yes. Yes. He, he listen, fully w- embraced the lifestyle at this point. He has accepted his brother's choice. Yep. Yep. Walter Dorsey is in the penalty box, but he has never felt more free in his life, okay? He uh, is, is just filled with more emotion and love <laughs> for his brother, Doug, than he has ever felt before. He's now, for the first time, seeing his brother for the full authentic true beautiful human being that he is and he's realizing like this is this is what love is this is what acceptance is and it feels fucking great at 136.49 right after we see doug we have what you're supposed to be paying attention to is the american flag flying taking up most of the screen yes right in front of it is a man that looks identical (laughs) to like a generic version of dave foley from kids in the hall (laughs) slash news radio hey drinks are on me tonight guys Thank you, Dave. Thank you. That's all right. Hey, when was was the last time we all got together and hung out like this after work? We do it all the time. (laughs) Oh, really? Really? I didn't didn't know that. Uh Well, we we always invite you. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, I guess uh, guess usually after work I have uh, more work. He looks yeah. a thousand percent You're right. character. It's Dave Foley with a mustache. With a mustache. It's a character from <laughs> Kids in the Hall in front of uh, in front of the American flag. And this Dave Foley man is just pumping his fist. Oh He's my god. Pumping. He is punching He's, the air. And they are just the camera zooms in, just the American the American flag, the the blue, white, and and, and stars, everything is just waving. And uh, yeah. from this we get shadowy figures on the ice. 
Mm. their routine, the climax. They've they've had their foreplay. foreplay. They've had their orgasm, and now they are coming down for a post-coitus yeah. cuddle on the ice. Yeah, this is them panting and heaving in each other's arms in bed or on the ice, uh, in this case, um, after what was... The greatest orgasm of their lives. Yeah. I'm going to describe it. Doug goes, You didn't have to. Because yes, I did. Yes, I did. You didn't have to. Yes, I did. Why? Because I love you. Just remember who said it first. Doug says, why? He goes, because I love you. Which, to me, you could have ended the movie right there. <laughs> but mm. Doug has to go all Doug and go, just remember who said it first. <laughs> like, what a Doug. What a Doug. Perfect. You try- Perfect. Perfect. Uh, and big they're still arguing. It's just, uh, they're still it's just arguing. They can't fucking... stop themselves. Fantastic. And- a little insight, yep, to what their marriage is going to be like. Yeah. I gotta, I gotta give a little shout out. Let's let, let me, let's just bask and and bathe in the glory of Moira Kelly right here because her delivery, uh, like this movie, honestly, like lives or dies a hundred thousand percent on the strength of Moira Kelly's delivery of the line "Because I love you." If she yes. doesn't step up and absolutely like crush that line, like the entire movie just kind of falls flat. Like, I there has never been more writing on like a single line. Uh, in, in, a, in a romantic movie and uh, I don't think I have to tell anyone she steps up and absolutely crushes it yep. sends that thing flying out of the stadium just obliterates it and um, I'm just thinking to myself like that is what peak performance looks like you know yep. that that is movie magic that is what puts butts in movie theaters like and we get That's a why. big old, we get a slow mo big old smooch, just like what everyone's been waiting for this kiss, and it's mm-hmm. the last shot of the movie. And as that smooch is real tight shot, real close, camera's just zooming in. Paul Michael Glazer saying closer, closer, and I'm like, Michael, it's too close. It goes closer. They zoom in, and we start to get the wail of a song. It's Joe Cocker's "Feels mm-hmm. Like Forever," which mm-hmm. is off the his 13th studio album, Night Calls which was produced by ELO's <laughs> Traveling Wheelberry member, Jeff Lynn. Uh, oh, hell yeah. I love Jeff Lynn. I didn't realize that. Yeah, man. That. There were uh, three different editions of this album released in 1991 and 92. Each of them featured different songs. <clears throat> My hmm. favorite uh, is, yeah, this song is just like a flying classic 90s guitar riff that just fades into credits and off of that kiss. And boy, perfect, perfect song to end it. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's phenomenal. Um, it is. Yeah, it's just like that's a goddamn movie. Like yeah. the, the way they end this is like right. That's that's how you would do a movie like this. Like it's either going to be the corniest, stupidest movie. You know, if you saw that in a script, you'd be like, "This is either going to be the corniest, stupidest thing ever, or this is going to be like iconic." And yeah. it's iconic. Iconic. It's uh, it is. It's really just this movie. And again, like a lesser screenwriter probably be like, oh, we got to follow up and show them getting gold. 
but it's yeah, not about no. the gold nope. at all. It has nothing. The, the metal has nothing to do with it. Again, this movie does not waste a single fucking frame of screen time, so they don't need to do that because we know they want it. Or if they didn't win it, it doesn't fucking matter. Because listen, Kate Mosley has hated ice skating her entire life, but it actually brought her the one thing that she loves, which is Doug. You know, and this is this is the two questions I have at the end of this. Like, Obviously, the movie ends at this moment. The credits start to roll. We don't have... I mean, we have as much closure as we really need. Any smart moviegoer doesn't need more. But I have some questions. Uh, number one, do they win gold? Do you think they won gold? I got to assume yes with that Pamchenko. I mean, the look on those judges' faces tells me we are absolutely going to be awarding a gold medal for this uh, move that is highly and strictly uh, <laughs> prohibited in Olympic competition. Yeah, part of me is um, like, did they get DQ'd? Did they get it DQ'd is, for immediately being like disqualified, disqualified, disqualified? Like that, listen, that's what they hear over the uh, the speakers is that they've all it, been DQ'd. <laughs> it may be prohibited, um, you know, under international skating union rules, but guess what? The judges had only read the real rule book. They had never actually seen the move performed. That's true. And if you ask me, the experience of witnessing that move yep. absolutely overrides any rule book considerations. They're literally like throwing it in the garbage. Sorry, International Skating Union. You know, uh, we, uh, you know, we, we, we tried to abide by your, you know, your, your guidelines, but, uh, not tonight, not tonight, Which I'm afraid. I follow up with, do you think the Pamchenko after this year of the Olympics is banned? <sighs> I mean, I don't think they need to ban it. I think no one else is ever going to even attempt it. Attempt no, it. Yeah. yeah no one, no one, no one there's there's it. no need, you know? See, that's um, what, I feel like the, oh, like, this is like kind of the classic sports mentality where they're like. No one can do more than like the 720 of a skateboard move, and then Tony Hawk lands on 900. The, the, the move is always to take what exists and push it even more, which is why mm. I feel like after this performance, if I'm the Olympics Commission, I award them gold, but I also immediately strike up a meeting being like, that performance move, while amazing, is so dangerous, we have to ban it from all yeah. future events. We're going to be getting like three to five figure skater deaths per year per because year. of this move. Um, we, we, we need to nip this in the bud. Uh, right, yeah, so. I can see that. You might be right about that. Um, <laughs> and, and then my last question is, you know, Kate said she was going to retire. Do you think mm, she retires on top? Um, I think I think that they both retire from amateur competition and they hit up the the pro, um, you know, like the the. Um, you know the, like the pro, the pro circuit, nice. yeah, all the all that stuff. I mean, they're gonna be you know celebrities. They're getting any you know if you win a gold medal, you know you're immediately it's your endorsement box. deals. It's you're going on late night talk shows. Yep. These people are are immediate uh, you know international superstars. And this young man, whom the whole world knows now for his um, tremendous achievement, the 1976 uh, Olympics, where he won the decathlon, probably the most arduous athletic event in history. And since that time, he's made a great name for himself as a sportscaster, recently joined NBC television as a part of the show Sports World, and will be one of the hosts of the Olympics, 1980, and is also one of the hosts of NBC's America Live, which premieres Monday, July 24th, I assume, on NBC. Would you welcome Mr. Bruce Jenner. It's a 
shaky behind that curtain back there with that big pig running around. They had a hard time getting in the big cage they had. Did you see the size of that animal? Did I see it? You should have seen the size of the... It's a mess back there. Don't tell me. Right here. Look, just be thankful they didn't have the 100-yard pig carry in the Olympics or something like that for that final event instead of the 1,500 I never thought of it. You know, it's really appropriate because when I was in college, a small school in Iowa, and you know how Iowa guys have a town of 1,000 people, you have to create your own type of pets and everything. I had two pet pigs. Did you really? Yes, I had two. Very small. The uh, mother had um, wouldn't bring them into the litter, so they, the, the farmer said we had nothing to do with them, so he gave them to us. Arnold and Zephel. Arnold and Zephel. Arnold and Zephel. They're very nice. Uh, they lasted only a couple of weeks. One, oh. unfortunately, didn't make it. I'm sorry. And the other one, uh, it got so big that we gave it back to the farmer. Remember when we, I remember when we were in college, they used to have the grease pig contest, where they would grease them, literally, with grease, and then... The guys would go out and say, you ever try to catch a grease pig? Oh, that's almost impossible. They are murder oh, to yeah. catch. They're so strong. Yes, they are. They're quick, strong. Uh, I think they're going to write off and, uh, and, and enjoy a, you know, a fun... Uh, and, and here's the thing about uh, professional uh, ice skating. Uh, you can do whatever moves you want. So they can ban the Pamchenko in international amateur skating, <laughs> but they can't touch it in, uh, in the professional circuits. Yep. So you know, t- you know two nights after this... They are both on Jay Leno, and Jay's like, "Oh yeah, you know." Years from now, when we look back on the uh, Olympic of 1996, we remember one uh, girl's courage. She is a member of our women's uh, gymnastic team. The team won their first gold medal ever after she performed her last fall. Take a look at this tape, folks. I'm sure you've seen it, but it's always impressive. Take a look. here when you're in front of the entire planet even now with this martian thing even other planets were watching it just it just can't be that must have been the most nerve-wracking i mean i can't imagine the tremendous pressure is it do you just have a great sense of relief now well i'm glad the olympics are over and i came away with a gold medal my team and i worked really hard and you know we went in with the mission You did a vault, and yes. it was very good. I was really impressed. But you're wearing the wrong apparel, so I decided to bring you a Wow. Hey, Pat, you know. You know, you're very protective, because when I'm home by myself, my wife is out of the house, this is the kind of thing I like to wear. Like, he's... <laughs> that's a terrible Jay, but I feel like Jay is no. like, you know... Please keep doing Jay. Yeah, t- tell me, uh, uh, you lost, uh, how much vision do you have out of your right eye? And then he goes, I lost 18% of my vision. That's incredible. That's incredible. Like, you know. <laughs> I, oh, yeah, good. so you know he's on Jay, Jay Leno, nights later while he's doing probably Judge Ito jokes. Yes, I tell you, I'd love to 
like to see Judge Ito with his own TV show. Kind of an afternoon thing, huh? See Ito walking around with a robe and a big microphone. Men who love women with big breasts on the next Lance. Stay tuned later. Are we in the Ito uh, No, not quite Ito. We're not there uh, yet? No, that's that's a couple years later, right? Okay. Uh, yep. Yeah. Um, Dancing Ito was later, so Jay in the 90s was still 92? waiting for moment. I don't know. What, is he, what are they talking about? They're talking about like L.A. riots? I'm not uh, the, entirely sure. The Menendez brothers? When was the Menendez yeah. brothers? There's a big, big trial going on here in Beverly Hills. You know about this? The Menendez brothers? They're accused of murdering their parents, two good-looking boys from Beverly Hills, rich family. I mean, it's, it's a huge story. And I guess they've admitted to killing the parents. And it's still going over the reasons why or something. Anyway, you know, NBC bought the movie rights to this story make a TV movie out of it. And then this violence thing started, you know, on television, too much violence. So NBC said, well, look, uh, we got this violence thing. We bought the rights to this. How can we put it on TV without making it violent? So what they've done is they've made a Menendez sitcom. <laughs> it will premiere in just a few weeks. They've asked me to run the opening of the show for you right now. Well, well here it is. Take a look. Lyle, who's been most everywhere, from New York town to Old Bel Air. But Eric's not as fancy free as Mammy's time in therapy. What a dangerous pair. But they're brothers. They're brothers. Hail to One pair of matching loonies trying to get dad to stay. Where Lyle enjoys the outdoor sports. A Rolex watch, a brand new Porsche. Our Eric looks for Spammy's time and planning out the perfect crime. Now they're in the courts. Still they're brothers. These murdering brothers love to kill. They hold a light. They shoot a light. They plan to stand a loot a light. That's their special skill. We're brothers. Get cut from the Going back real quick to to the late great Joe Cocker and his song feels like forever. I just want to highlight one uh, comment that I found on the uh, official YouTube video for "Feels Like Forever" uh, from username Nameless, uh, posted one year ago. First heard this in the end credit of the movie "The Cutting Edge." I made my girlfriend stay on the seat while other moviegoers were heading to the exit. R.I.P. Joe. Wow. Nice. I got. This. Yeah, that's. I got this. I got this five-star review from Amazon over here on the CD copy of Night Calls, where the, f- the song by Joe Cocker feels like forever appears. Uh, it's a 2015 review, but from Patrick Harold uh, Gefotoj. He says, beautiful stuff. I want to buy music online that is MP3 download. That'll be great for me. <laughs> it's nice stuff. Don't ships to my country. It pains. It pains. So, yeah. you know. <laughs> Absolutely. Okay. Couldn't have said okay. it better. <laughs> you know. Yeah, Joe Cocker fans are out there. Another review did say, we'll miss Joe. Uh, this is another Amazon review who said, we'll miss Joe. I met him once in my local years ago. He was no good at darts. What a truly class act. We will miss you, old friend. Wow. <laughs> Joe Cocker, wow. not a darts man. That is a touching tribute. Wow. All right, guys. Yeah. I know this is... Um, this is hard, but we are going to close 
the book here for now. I want the audience to know the good news, which is that we are not going anywhere. We will be (laughs) back next week with more cutting-edge content and episodes, but... um, I'm sure That's we'll all. have some, you know, some corrections to run. Sure. You know, a couple uh, little loose ends to tie up, you know, the, addenda. And, the, uh, the real story is we're just, uh, we're just getting started, uh, frankly, with the cutting edge. So this is just a conclusion of part one. Um, which was the <laughs> Part rewatch. One. I literally don't even know what episode of this spinoff series that we are 16, on. 20, don't, worry yeah, don't worry about that. I think, Chris, it's that. also important. I've mentioned this several times offline to you both. I will probably when edit I, this out, but go ahead. I, no, when I pitched this uh, movie months ago, you said, all right, watch the movie, take some notes. If you have any impressions, we'll talk about it on the podcast. I watched it once and I was like, this movie's just very good. And I don't think I have any thoughts on it. <laughs> I think we've mm-hmm. got 10 minutes of maybe 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. Here we are, 28 podcast episodes later. <laughs> we, we did it. Uh, part one, its conclusion. Well, we it's did been part a joy to be here. Yeah, we did part one. We part did, one is in the books. Yeah, we didn't do it, but yeah. we did part one. <laughs> um, and we're excited about um, sharing part two. Uh, <laughs> just and just like Stephen King's It Part Two, everyone's a lot older. Things have changed. The Dark it's, Clown is coming out again. <laughs> yep, it's gonna get weird, done. folks. Yeah. Uh, if 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 you aren't there yet, it's gonna it's gonna start getting a little strange. Yeah. Um. But this has been a lot of fun, Christian. Thanks for uh, making it happen. Um, yeah. A for, huge shout out to cousin Christian cousin. for coming on this journey with us i work. can't imagine he had any idea whatsoever uh i mean what frankly i didn't have any idea what we were getting ourselves into so nope. the fact that you stuck with us and uh said yeah no sure i can uh podcast for three hours at a time in the middle of uh, uh my evening with a uh, Wife and two children, um, next you know, in the room next door. Um, this is my rifle. There are many like it, but this one is mine. My rifle is my best friend. It is my life. I must master it as I must master my life. Without me, my rifle is useless. Without my rifle, I am useless. And it's uh, listen. Um, it's a testament to the to the film, you know. Ultimately, it's been an honor to be here. And every time I left the podcast sessions that stretched two, three, sometimes four hours, <laughs> my wife was always shocked when I said, "We're not done yet." <laughs> How <laughs> is that possible? And well, I'm afraid honey, you're going to have to keep telling her that question. Yes, this you you don't understand. We covered everything. So yes, it's been really a joy. Thank you so much for having me on part one. Of the Cutting Edge podcast. I can't wait to be joining for the future sessions. Yeah. All right, guys, stick around. We'll see you next week for part two. And uh, <laughs> Christian, Ben, have a good week, and we'll talk to you next week. This has been good. You can listen to Switch. 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 Switch.